Welcome back to Nostalgia Entertainment System, most recently known as the best podcast in the world, previously known as the show about remembering things. I'm your host, Josh. I'm your other host, Paul. Wow, you really got into that one. Yeah. My new thing is I talk like this. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Ain't that fun? Yes. (laughs) Uh, And of course, we are here with a guest. Returning once again, you know him from the background music of the ads that play in the break. It's Mr. Katana Boy himself, Brendan Casey. Thank you for that introduction, Josh. Oh my God. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, I must, I gotta say, uh, your your most recent couple of albums, EPs, I don't know what you're classifying them as, whatever like your winter one was and your most recent one, I think it's some of your best work. Thank you so much. Yeah, I noticed it was funny when I was listening to that, the Dave Lusk episode, and then the ad came on, and I was like, I put this song up here like two days ago. How did, like, Josh just ripped this from SoundCloud? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Which you're. You said we could use your music. Oh, yeah. So yeah, no. I'm taking full advantage of, uh, of it. You're always more than welcome to do that. But also, I will. I'm always happy to send it to you. Though, honestly, it's probably faster to just rip it off of SoundCloud. <laughs> I heard that Josh just, like, used his iPhone to just, like, record a voice memo from his computer. Mm. Uh, just through a speaker. <laughs> That's why it sounds really good. And he had me talk over it, so. That way we don't get DMCA'd. Yeah. By Brendan. Because it's a parody. That's why I had to make fun of it the whole time <laughs> during that ad. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. Beep, borp. Yeah, me too. I haven't heard this song, so I don't even know how to pretend make fun of it. Beep, borp. That's the... (laughs) Well, either way, it was honestly great to hear it. I was excited, and thank you. I hope other people listen, because I think you make great music. Wow. I hope other people keep listening to your guys' podcast, because I think it's a great podcast. I hope other people listen to the podcast, too. More so because then we can get more people over onto patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where you can get bonus episodes. You can watch Paul and I play video games, and it's only $3 a month. And I should say, it's not good video games. It's good gameplay. So don't worry about that. It's marginally good gameplay. They're not good video games. What have you- And they're there. Wait, what's the- I don't know about this. Uh, So recently we- I don't uh, know about this. I don't know about this, guys. Uh, uh, we, we played Oregon Trail 2 for Windows 95. Whoa, I didn't know there was, uh, Oregon Trail also? Yeah, Oregon Trail also. <laughs> uh, we did that. That was really fun. Uh, we, we've, we've dipped our toes into Amazon Trail 3rd Edition. Wow. Uh, I've got, both games are hard in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you don't read the instructions like Josh and I didn't. That's true. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I've got some other games lined up as well. So, yeah, you know, head on over to the Patreon. It's good stuff. 
Pay these boys. Pay us. Pay them for content. Pay us. Pay us for content. It's or great. Or not. You could just pay us outright. That's true. You don't That's even have true. to. Yeah, just pay them. You don't even have to consume the stuff. And in fact, for all of you, for all of you money freaks out there, we even have a five hundred dollar tier. Whoa! Is money freak what you just call a rich person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you money freak! You want to give us five hundred dollars a month for literally no other bonuses, dude? If you, you got, can. if you got five hundred dollars to spend, you're a money freak. <laughs> <laughs> Every month. Yeah. Total money freak. Is that what the tier is called? Money freak? No, it's called big tip jar. Oh, <laughs> we should call it money freak. I mean, can you change it? I mean, I can change it, but it, there's a lot of work involved with changing it. Okay, then don't change it. If I spend well over $500 to live in the place where I live every month, am I a money freak? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're all money freaks here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time money freaks. Big time money freak. I've been a money freak for years. <laughs> My entire adult life. <laughs> you know who's a freak we haven't talked about on this show? <laughs> Babu Freak. Remember him? No. Yeah, he was the, the rise best part of, of that Skywalker. Movie. Yeah, he really was. Wait, who is this? Babu Freak from The Rise of Skywalker goes, hey, hey. Oh. I, don't, I don't think he goes... <laughs> Hey, hey, like, yes, he <laughs> like does. Krusty the Clown. I, yes, he does. I do you remember that. He has, he has, he has more of like a weaselly voice. He doesn't go hey, hey, like hey, like a uh, like Fat Albert. I am gonna YouTube this, and I'm gonna find that it is exactly how I did it. No, I think he, I think he's got more of like hey, like hey, like a like a squirrely kind of. <laughs> I've seen that movie precisely one time, and uh, <laughs> I mean. I do remember loving that little guy. It's just so frustrating. Uh, things have been making me like pissed off lately. Okay. Paul, is your volume on? Yeah. That's how, that's, he didn't go, hey, hey. He went, like, hey, hey. Okay. Was a, You're right. He was a little less. I could, he was less fat Albert and more. Um, small Albert. Small Albert. <laughs> small Albert. Uh, I, don't, I mean, do you guys ever. Okay, so I just went to the movies last weekend. And it made me actually depressed when all three trailers were like Marvel movies. Like, yeah, like the feeling, like I felt actually upset, you know, because it's like, well, were you going to see Morbius? <laughs> no, <laughs> but there's a trailer for Morbius, even though Morbius was already out at that time. I was just like, and part of that is just, you know, this small theater and, you know, whatever. But, you know, I don't want you to talk shit about Morbius, though. I'm going to talk. Do we have that as a ground rule? <laughs> no talking shit about Morbius. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm tired of. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, you were saying. I don't know. Just like that same, like, same flavor. And then, like, you know, just of, like, everything. And it's just, like, ugh. It just makes me feel bad and weird. And I, like, but then I also get mad because I'm, like, I don't know, probably going to go see Doctor Strange because Sam Raimi made it or whatever. You know, like, it, it keeps roping me back in, but I'm also pissed off about it. Like, I, it's just frustrating. We're at a weird place with content, I feel like. 
or just like yeah just mass media in general is just like at such a weird place yeah well yeah because it's it's like it's I, a, I agree because it the those movies are good but um they're like they're fun to go watch but every movie doesn't need to be that like there there's no more like mid-budget movies like there's no like comedies anymore really that go to theaters like that like they always kind of go direct to streaming and it's yeah. like really changing changing the industry it's like also like um like focus group tested feeling you know where it's like any yeah. anything that's going to come out is going to be something that they know they can like yeah it's it's all going to be very very similar even if it's not a marvel movie it's going to be like they're going to have that same like gonna tongue be, in cheek it's going to be ambulance <laughs> yeah <laughs> I feel like uh, like eight, maybe it's just me and just like what I've been seeing, but I feel like A24 has been picking up steam a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think so. But even that's like a brand, which I do like, you know, it's like a weird brand, but it's like a, it's the same kind of thing in a way, you know? Where it's I, like, oh, yeah. I get what you're like saying. Like, I'm going to go see well, something. Well, Morbius is a A24 Marvel joint production, I think, <laughs> right? Yeah, because he is a, he's a, like a vampire. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this uh, when you went to the movies, Brendan, but when we saw the Batman, there was a trailer for Doctor Strange and whatever his whatever his new movie is. Uh-huh. And then, that's right. actually the title. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Strange, <laughs> whatever his new movie is. <laughs> and uh. the trailer right after it was everything, everywhere, all at once. And it just made that movie look like a ripoff of Doctor Strange. Well, I think that's intentional. Like Like they're, because that's like, but it is like still kind of the same thing. It's another multiverse movie. Yeah, but they're like, I I do want to see that one. I do want to see it too. But like, uh, the the placement of, I I guess there's no place in the previews you could put both of them where it just, you don't get the feeling of, Oh, two multiverse movies? Yeah. yeah. Even though I'm, I am interested in everything everywhere all at once. Well, I think they're like they're doing that to like combat the Marvel thing, but it's still like I don't know, it's still happening because of Marvel. Like it's just weird how like Disney is like taking control of the entire zeitgeist when it comes to blockbusters, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh what did you guys think of The Batman? I didn't see it. Oh. Josh saw it. So I, I liked thought it. nothing about it. I thought I, I enjoyed it. For as much as I say I don't like movies, I think what my issue is, um, I think it more just comes down to pacing and subject matter. Because I sat through that three-hour movie with no issues. Yeah, I know. Wow. There were things about it I was like, this kind of sucks, I guess, but... Also, yeah. I, th- I, I mean, I thought I thought that about anything involving Catwoman. I was like, I just want to see. I don't. Yeah, I just want to see Batman. But it was I don't a, need this. I don't need this B story. And at least like felt different than like other superhero movies. It like felt kind of comic booky and like, but also like, yeah, just so moody and like kind of fun. Yeah, I don't know. There is there is things I liked about it. And, I, and yeah, I was just like. At least this felt different, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. if it didn't, it didn't hit every time, but it was, it was going for a different vibe. Yeah. And I, I like, I, I, I can't, because I don't watch enough movies, I can't give any specific examples 
But I feel like a lot of movies that I have seen just kind of have like scenes or parts of the movie that to me just feel so ex- like, I don't know, extraneous or something. I don't really know how else to describe it other than like contrasting it with the Batman where I feel like every, for the most part, every scene felt like it was moving forward. Sure. Like there was yeah. no, like even, even like, you know, the dips in between the action scenes still felt like, okay, we're moving closer towards figuring out like the Riddler's bullshit, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> every scene serviced. Alfred, I'm one step closer to figuring out the Riddler's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that probably, that very well could have been a line. <laughs> um, but every, I felt like every scene serviced, like, you know, this end, this end game plot for the movie. Yeah. Whereas like, whenever I, like, I, I guess like in particular, whenever we, not we, but whenever I, whenever like Doughboys does like a movie review on, on, on their podcast mm-hmm. and they talk about some scenes where I'm just like, what the hell does this scene have to do with the whole movie? This scene seems like it's not adding anything. And I think that's the problem I have with movies is that so many of them are just like, there was just one scene where like for a few minutes where nothing happened. And I just, I check out immediately in those points where I'm just like, all right, you lost me and I don't want to go back. Oh, see, I, I'm the exact opposite. I love when a movie like takes its time or like just like wiggles a little bit and like goes somewhere, whether it's like actually totally unrelated or if it like turns out like sometimes movies will do that, right? Where like something seems totally unrelated and then they like weave it back into the story somehow. I love both. I'm a sucker for like, if it like turns out that like, oh yeah, that one guy that had one line earlier, like uh, that seemed totally unimportant. He's actually like, the real like antagonist. He's or actually the Riddler. He's yeah. This is the actual Riddler, not Paul Dano. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was actually still Jim Carrey from the other Batman. That would movies. have been amazing. Uh, but I mean, I love when it just a story like takes its time and just does something like totally yeah unrelated that doesn't serve anything. I I mean, it can be done poorly, I think. But if it's done well, I love it. Like I'm all for it. I can't think of any specific examples now though yeah and i think that's what's that's what's kind of difficult is picking out those examples because like when i think about it in like serialized television or like anime i'm usually on board for it yeah i was gonna say don't you like animes where nothing happens but that's but see that's the difference because that's the whole point of it yeah the whole point is that nothing goes on but if if you're taking if it looks like there is a break in the middle of a movie where it feels so disconnected I'm gonna check out. Oh wait, are you thinking of intermissions? Uh, Where yeah. like the big the screen goes black and it says, "Let's all we'll go see to you the in lobby. five minutes." Yeah, yeah, and then there's some. What do these freaking popcorns there's... and candy bars and soda pops have to do with the rest of the movie? I checked out at the very beginning of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. <laughs> yeah, you didn't watch. Pay attention to any of that. No, the minute those little fuckers came on screen, I walked out. Well, I want my money back. <laughs> I think there's there's definitely like the thing where because like yeah like non sequitur like kind of thing can really have its place and like yeah like a meandering plot you know like can feel really good but when like a director or like the writer or somebody is like trying to make this scene feel important but it's just like unsuccessful like it doesn't tie in like that I agree like you just totally check out you know and there's just yeah just this is just fucked up shit dude <laughs> dude well said it really is 
Um, I've got a little bit of uh, nostalgia news. Ooh, is this a new segment? Okay, it's it's somewhat of a new segment. We started it last week, um, and I went over I went over one thing, um, and completely forgot the other things that I have I had written down to talk about. Uh, so I've written them down now, and I don't particularly expect there to be much discussion about some of these things. Um, but if there is discussion, hey, great. Okay. If not, we'll just breeze over this segment and move on. Uh, the first thing I have great. is <laughs> something that so many people have messaged me about, messaged the podcast, people have messaged me personally, um, and it's about Skittles bringing back the lime flavor. Oh, oh yeah. Do you think this is directly because of the Candy 2 episode? Oh, 100% it's because of us. Yeah. Uh, There's someone, no question. Someone like, oh, this was like weeks ago, but someone sent me like a thing, or maybe I saw it on Reddit. I don't know, but I remember seeing that like Skittles did a Twitch live stream. I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's archived, but Skittles did a Twitch live stream where they, I bet some poor PA had to do this. They had, where supposedly they apologized to everyone wow. that was mad about Skittles uh changing the green flavor and if they if they did it can you imagine being the pa that had to like <laughs> search twitter for green skittle lime or green skittle apple bad and then just like having to archive all this only for like whoever's on camera to apologize to every single one of them that's insane. yeah i mean that's it's a funny bit. funny but that would be such an annoying job to do and it would make you it would make me just be like wow I can't believe so many people feel this strongly about this candy. Here's the thing. People also feel very strongly about green apple. And there's a lot of green apple apologists in the comments where I'm just like, no, fuck all of you. Green apple's a shit flavor in Skittles. It's but fine as a Jolly Rancher, but didn't get it you out guys, of Skittles. Didn't you guys determine that it's been like years, right? Hasn't the Switch has... has it's been a while. It's been like a few years, right? I think so. I don't quite remember what we said. <laughs> and it seems out. suspicious that they changed it right after the release of Candy Two. That's true. I don't so know. Of course, <laughs> we're not left. We're left with nothing else to assume. But it was us. Here, here's the thing. Uh, if and I don't know if this is this is one of two things. It's either a permanent change uh, that was due to oh we're not selling as many Skittles. I guess we need to bring back lime. Or it's a PR stunt and they'll bring back Apple anyway. That like they'll have both. Or what if they don't even change it and they're just like, yeah, it's actually or maybe it's never been maybe they never changed it and it's and it's all been that psychosomatic. That's a incredible prank. <laughs> it's always just been sugar flavor. Yeah, it's just they never had flavor. It's just vaguely green. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. And every time I bring that up, every guest on the podcast gets mad. Shoots at me. you down. I wish, I mean, it would be nice to be able to like A, A and B them, you know. What? A and B, the two letters well, of the you. alphabet at the beginning. Do some A-B testing. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean like taste them next to each other and be like, yes, one this of is them, this. this. Okay. One of them is I've A, I've just never heard that B. being called A and B them. Josh knew what You've I was talking about. You've never heard of A and B testing? No, I've never heard that. What? Is That's pretty common lingo. <laughs> I call that Coors Light and or no, sorry, Miller Light and Bud Light testing. <laughs> remember you that job you used to have? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> well, you just looked at me like you didn't know what what I was talking about. Well, I know. 
Josh used to have a job where he would no, I know. Go I, drunk people. <laughs> I'm not telling oh, you. Sorry. I'm telling you. <laughs> I forgot there. I'm sorry. I, I forgot at you. Preston. I'm sorry. I yelled at you. I forgot there were other people here. <laughs> 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 that was just the most honest, like, not really upset, but like kind of upset misunderstanding I think we've ever had on the podcast. And I really like it. It's a really uh, good moment. If we were to have a best ofs, I would want that moment to be in it. That'd be really funny. Um, anyway, Josh used to have this job where he would go to different bars and uh, do a blind taste <laughs> test between Miller Lite and Bud Light. And uh, pretty much every time, everybody would think that Miller Lite was way better than Bud Light, because it is. Because it is mm-hmm. exponentially better. Yeah. Bud Light sucks. I'm drinking Coors Light right now, and it's delightful. I love Coors Light. I think it's fine. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm, if I'm going to have one of these kinds of beers, it's actually going to be a Miller Lite. Mm. But the thing is, I, I, don't, yeah, I, I never go for, I just never go for them. You know, I never go for cheap beers anymore, because I'm so, I'm a money freak. <laughs> You're a money free. We've already established you pay at least five hundred dollars in rent. At least. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I, I also just don't I don't I haven't been drinking as much anymore either. And yeah. I've been I've been trying I we bought we bought three bottles of liquor at like the start of pandemic. Cause like everyone's buying liquor. Let's go, let's go buy some liquor. And I still have all three of those bottles in our freezer. So I've been trying to slowly like go through them all. So mm-hmm. I've been trying to explore more uh, cocktails and mixed drinks. Mm. What okay. do you? Yeah, what do you got in there? Uh, I've got white rum, which I do not like. Huh. Some gin, which I do like, mm-hmm. and vodka, which I am neutral on. Well, you could do. You could go down the martini rabbit hole with that gin and vodka. I've never made a martini, so maybe I or should. Or a white rum martini. I don't like white rum. <laughs> I don't think a white rum martini is a thing. I don't think so either. I don't. I mean, I think it probably isn't. It's just called a different something under a different name. It's called the Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do I have here for nostalgia news? Nostalgia news. Uh, it's somewhat nostalgic. Maybe it counts as nostalgic for some people. Uh, but Reddit did r slash place again. And that's the response I was expecting. Okay. <laughs> I saw that on there and I had the exact same reaction. I like looked at it and then I scrolled past. I didn't understand it. I still don't. So R slash place was a was an April Fool's event that Reddit did in oh, it's been five years, I think. So 2017? It might have been 2016. I don't quite remember the exact year it was, but it was like 2016, 2017, somewhere around there. And the idea was that. Reddit, Reddit made a giant digital canvas, and every user got to place one pixel on a cooldown. So you got to place one pixel like every minute. And then as you placed more pixels, your time would increase. So like you place your second pixel, and your cooldown's now like a minute and 30 seconds. Mm. Um, hmm. And it was just like it was, it was back when Reddit was smaller and honestly a lot cooler, and they would just do like, fun things like that and i just think like ever since reddit got huge it's just lame and dumb now it's so, terrible wait. it's an awful place but it used to be fun where so how do the pixels where are you putting these pixels just on a blank canvas it starts out as a white canvas huh. um that like reddit provides on like a web page uh-huh. and everyone will just like find a place and then they'll click and they'll pick a color and they'll just place a pixel huh 
And so over time, like subreddits and other communities will start to develop um, and they'll start like putting up like flags for their country and like logos for things that they like. Mm. Um, so like r slash Zelda might like put up a Triforce and it says r slash Zelda. Mm. Um, the, the rhythm game Osu uh, has like a, a really big pink circle as their logo. Um, and so a Kirby kind of like a Kirby, but it says a word in there. Um, so it's, it's things like that where it's just like, Oh, fun. It, it's a fun social experiment to see what people will do with a giant blank canvas and how people will congregate together to not only create these things, but also to see how they will defend their pixel art against griefers that will want to wipe out their, their art. Mm. Griefers. Griefers. Um, that's the term. The term for, uh, I guess like fucking with someone on the internet is griefing. Huh? I thought it was trolling. I thought it was cyberbullying. <laughs> no, all those are three very distinct <laughs> things. Um, so like how to how like protect your art and also people that just like want to you know well, I don't or whatever you know we'll just delete this or we'll like we'll 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 try and draw as many penises on things as we can. Hmm. Um, so it's like that whole kind of thing. So, so that was, if I wanted to just like if my thing on place was to place a white pixel over any other pixel that I would find, I would be griefing. You're a griefer. Griefer uh, madness. I'm a griefer. I mean, I guess oh. yeah, that would count. Okay. Kind of wish I'd done that. So um is the is there like a there's kind of you can probably pretty easily find the like final image of the last yeah R place. if you if you go if you go to r slash place you'll see probably tons of like time lapses because it was like a four-day event so you'll see like time lapses and other forms of data of like how the canvas has changed cool um so it was it was a really cool thing that happened back in 2016 2017 very fun they brought it back again this year and it it simultaneously was cooler and also worse because uh, one, because people knew it was coming and could plan for it, there are a lot more like elaborate things. Like a bunch of people got together and like made a cool, uh, made, made like a, a Star Wars banner. And it was, um, it was uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan when they were like fighting. It's like that thing from like the cover of Revenge of the Sith mm. where their lightsabers are crossed. They did a cool thing like that. But also, uh, bots are just more sophisticated now. Oh, so you can just make a bot that's like waits to do it. And, and Reddit it. did literally nothing to stop botting. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Um, like bot McGruff. Like a robot. <laughs> yeah, bot McGruff. <laughs> just make, yeah. Um, <clears throat> if you want to know about that, you should subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Was that on the Patreon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Sweet. I know. Well, hey, there you go. So yeah, it, it, it was pretty cool. And then what what kind of made it cool this year also is because there were so many people participating, they 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 had the canvas and then they just they doubled the size of it. Oh, cool! So it was like a giant square, and then here's another giant square, and then I think they doubled that. Hmm. So like the the canvas ended up being four times as large. Anyway, it was pretty cool. Huh. No. Can you be nostalgic for something that was five years ago? I think you could. I mean, like, I I think, I think so I've too. mentioned this before. Yeah. Like, somewhat recently. Um, but I I was watching I was watching some video about Japan. 
and there was a very part, there was a time lapse. And in that time lapse, there was a very particular time of day looking over Tokyo that like I just got very nostalgic for because that's like mm. a specific time of day that I was like out walking around mm-hmm. in Tokyo. I was like, oh wow. And that was only four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess actually, yeah. yeah. That totally makes sense. Like we could be nostalgic for like college days and right. that was only like that's I getting graduated like six years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even uh the Plymouth House days, grilling. Feel a little nostalgic yeah. about that. Yeah. Hey, we can give out that address now to that house because we don't live there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> can you guys believe actually I guess Josh, this won't apply to you, but just saying that graduated college we graduated college six years ago. Brendan, uh yours and my ten year high school like yeah. anniversary is coming up this I know spring. It's wild. Which is wild. We've yeah. been just actual you know adults we've been i've been like in the workforce for like basically 10 years now you know the workforce yeah Yeah, you work with the force you're a jedi knight i know Um, yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's joking me because he didn't like that yeah (sighs) i find your lack of faith disturbing Or something. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I've got one last thing here for nostalgia news. Oh, oh yeah, okay. let's hear it. The uh, the Monkey Island series of point and click games is coming back. I super don't know when more, that is. Either. More crickets. Yep. yep, there we go. Again, <laughs> kind of the response I was expecting. Monkey Island. Yeah, it's a it's a game that was developed. In part, uh, what's his name? Ron Gilbert. He was one of the founders of Humongous Entertainment. Uh, so he was like part of the team that like did Pajama Sam and Spy mm. Fox and Freddy Fish. Mm-hmm. Um, but he developed a, a series of games uh, in the Monkey Island franchise that very popular. I have never played them because huh. uh, they're like really old, like, I don't know, DOS games, maybe around, maybe newer than DOS, maybe older than DOS. I, I don't know. Hmm. Um, but uh, there, there's a new one called Return to Monkey Island that's coming, uh, I don't know, I don't know when, but it uh, it's, uh, it was announced. Wow. And I think what makes the big deal about it is the, uh, the creator, Ron Gilbert, many, many, many years ago, specifically said that he would never make another Monkey Island game. But if he did make another Monkey Island game, he had this whole blog post about, like, these are the nine things that would happen. Hmm. Hmm. And so I don't know. People are pretty excited about it. Wow. Do you think it's actually going to be like an engaging game to play, or is it more like like nostalgia gonna, fodder, but like new? You know, from one one of the things that he he mentioned, and like this is what would happen if I made another Monkey Island game, made it sound very much like if you for the people that played the original Monkey Island, where it's like there's esoteric puzzles. And like it's not handholdy and it's difficult as fuck. Mm. Where I think the only people that would really enjoy it are like forty and fifty year olds who played Monkey Island when it originally came out. Gotcha. Or anyone I guess that played it as a kid and really enjoyed them. Yeah. Huh. Regardless of age. But Wow. Monkey Island. Monkey Island. Is this like ooh ooh uh uh? Is this like Kong Skull Island? Uh, a little bit. Okay. 
it's also kind of like that uh, Donkey Kong skull island that was in Donkey Kong 64 where there's that island that's in the shape oh, of Donkey yeah. Kong's head. It's a little bit like that, too. Okay. Dope. Dope, 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 dope. Yeah. Well, that's it for nostalgia news. I know. I'm, wow. I'm trying to think if I have any nostalgia news or anything I've heard of that I was like, that's cool. I just saw a weird thing today. I've just been like getting sucked down the Instagram rabbit hole when I wake up in the morning, you know, I just like look at Instagram and then it kind of wakes me up and I spend like 20 minutes just scrolling in my bed every morning. Oh yeah, I do that. Mm-hmm. I also do that in Josh's bed. <laughs> but one of them was a interview with the guy who just made the second Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And they were like, do you think you could make a Super Smash Brothers movie? And he was like, yeah, you know, we had Knuckles and Tails in this one. And I think we could make a Super Smash Brothers movie. And I was just like, what the fuck am I even doing? (laughs) 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 So... That's some, what a dumb answer. I know, it was so dumb. I, I feel bad for even uh, regurgitating it. But that <laughs> happened. That The Mario movie already is going to be bad. That's going to be so hey, weird. Hey, it's a me, Mario. Chris Pratt. <laughs> like, there's no way that Mario movie is going to be good. Like, it is it is a miracle that the Sonic, the first Sonic movie was good. Like, I don't know how they pulled it off. I don't know if that's even a consensus. Was, I just know that you like it. <laughs> I think it is a consensus that is it's it? like I, out of on on like on the comparison of like video game movies, it is I think by far the best video game movie. I think that's what a lot of people think. Well, after did, Super Mario Brothers the movie. What if you what how would you compare it to like Detective Pikachu? Oh well, uh, Sonic's like a blue guy. He goes really fast, and Pikachu's <laughs> yellow, and he doesn't go very fast, but he can run. He just doesn't go as fast as Sonic. Honestly, I'm surprised that you actually who's faster? Accurate. <laughs> who's faster, yeah. Pikachu or Sonic? Yeah, honestly, who's faster? Tell me, be honest. Are we talking? Are we talking uh, short? So, wait, Josh, a sprint or a marathon? Josh, I think we should mm. shield Brendan from the truth. I don't think he can handle it. I'm talking top speed. Top speed? I think it's Pikachu. I think, so. I think it's what? probably Pikachu. How could he be... F- I, okay, granted, I don't know anything about either of these two subjects, but how can he be faster? Well, we're talking top speed. I'm thinking of his, yeah. like... I'm th- it's like asking who is fast... Like, is Usain Bolt or the guy that runs tons of marathons faster? Top speed. It's probably going to be Usain Bolt. Yeah. But can Usain Bolt run a marathon faster than that other guy? The guy Probably not. <laughs> the guy who runs tons of marathons. Yeah, I don't know his name, but I've watched videos on him. The guy. You are thinking but of a guy. Can't You're thinking Son- of a specific does, guy? Does Sonic not go far? Does he go like, I feel like 100 feet? Sonic is pretty <laughs> classically a distance runner. But I he think, also goes super fast. I think His name is Sonic. I don't think he could ever get tired. Does Pikachu go fast? I've never yes, seen he Pikachu goes go fast. He is an electric Pokemon. That doesn't mean anything to me. I'm thinking of Pikachu's like up B move in Super Smash Brothers, where yes, he like basically exactly. teleports. Yes, exactly. Which I don't know if that's of that. I don't know if that's an actual Pokemon move. Is that I think is that quick blink? Attack. Oh. Either way, if we're going off of that and kind of just like the whole general kind of thing, I I, the whole vibe. I think Pikachu's top speed. Pikachu is a sprinter. Sonic is a marathon guy. But I I can also like picture Pikachu when he's like really fucking tired, and I can't think of Sonic when he's really fucking tired, you know? Me neither. Sonic, when he moves, is like a 
blurry blue ball and Pikachu just runs. No, I don't you understand can't even, what you guys are talking can t- about. You don't have the knowledge teleport. enough of Pikachu to make an argument. No, but I know. I just don't even understand. <laughs> I think my Usain Bolt and Marathon guy analogy was pretty good. It'd be better if you knew who Marathon guy was. <laughs> You're not going to know who Marathon guy is. I'm not yeah, saying I, I do. I'm just I saying it sounds I barely know who worse. Usain Bolt is. Is it Olympics? <laughs> yes. Is it Olympics? Is it Olympics guy? <laughs> is Usain Bolt Olympics? Okay, like the marathon's guy guy's name is Elliot Ch- Elliot Kipchoge. Oh yeah, oh. I know him. Okay, so who has a higher top speed, Elliot or Usain Bolt? Oh, I don't know. I've never heard of well, Elliot's top think? speed. Well, Son- I'm just saying Sonic's not known for running marathons. He's also known for being fast. But given context clues <laughs> about the franchise, Sonic runs farther distances in comparison to Pikachu. But that doesn't mean he doesn't run fast. Pikachu? No, Sonic. I'm saying, Brendan asked what the top speed was. I want a top speed. And, and I, I think bet, it's Pikachu. I bet we could find out. I bet if you Google what the top speed of each of those characters is, you can find it. All right, do it. Okay. Let's find out. <laughs> I'm going to do Sonic's top speed. Josh, you do <laughs> Pikachu's top speed. And I'll do... Um, I will do... Um, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to do, you can think of another fast guy. I believe in you. <laughs> you should do Usain Bolt. I'll do, I, the thing is I, uh, I can't. <laughs> okay. I can, I have Sonic's exact miles per hour. Top speed. Right here. Oh man, I don't think Pikachu's is going to be in miles per hour. It's probably going to be in. I'm actually surprised. Does Japan use? Uh, no, nobody uses kilometers per hour. Yeah, everybody, nobody does miles per well, hour. We can, for us. We can com- we can compute that, convert it, not compute. Sonic's uh, maximum speed is measured to be approximately two thousand eight hundred eighty nine miles per hour. That's pretty fast. <laughs> is that very fast? I don't even know. Well, a car goes <laughs> 25 miles an hour what? on most roads. <laughs> on most roads? That's a wild thing to say, Paul. It's true. Half of all roads are highways. That's Is a that fact. True? <laughs> it's as true as you saying 25 miles an hour is regular for most roads. <laughs> uh... I would say most roads are, I bet, I bet the average of all roads is more like 50 miles an hour. Okay. Well then, yeah, 50 miles an hour is about how fast a car goes. Most cars, most most cars, speedometers go up to like, I would say 180 miles an hour. That's what I would have said. 180? Yeah. I think 120. I don't think you're driving as awesome of cars as I am. (laughs) Are you dri- are you driving a lot of race cars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the my, my Metro that's fucked up, my Oldsmobile that's fucked up, my Honda Civic that's fucked up. <laughs> did something happen to your Honda Civic? It blew a tire, but I fixed it. I did fix that. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. Josh, what do you got there? Uh, well, it's uh Pikachu was like 80 miles an hour. Well, it it's so inconclusive. 
I think also I think Pikachu I found, could burst at the speed of light. Like I feel like I have found I have found answers ranging from 17 miles an hour. <laughs> that's probably walking. To that's like 750 miles an hour. So like I have no idea. Both of those are way slower. Well, what's than your Sonic? source? Okay, I'll find the source. Well, can we assume that maybe Sonic can been trying go to do, do, the speed of sound because his name is Sonic? I feel like that's accurate. I feel like that has to be accurate because I just said it. That's also we're also talking base Sonic here, not supersonic. I don't know about uh, supersonic. According to the video game Sonic Unleashed. Hmm. 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 Well, okay. anyway, I could conceive. Speaking of that Sonic things that can go. Sorry. Say it. I was going to say, speaking of, of super-powered beings, you guys want to talk about Captain Underpants? Let's talk about yeah. these. Yeah. We'll see you then, everybody. Springtime is warming its way back into our little lives, and what better way to welcome the sun and warm weather than with a brand new shirt from your favorite podcast? After you buy your Mabim Bam and Trash Taste merchandise, head on over to the official Nostalgia Entertainment System shop over at nespod.bigcartel.com. There you can get yourself a snazzy new shirt with either our CRT or VHS box logos. And for all your embroidery freaks out there, and I know you're out there, we've got a handsome t-shirt that features my very first MP3 player in embroidery. Want a discount on merchandise? Patreon subscribers get 15% off merch all the time. Get some cool stuff and support the show over at nespod.bigcartel.com. Once again, that URL is nespod.bigcartel.com. What's up, y'all? It's everybody's favorite millennial, Paul, here. And I'm just dropping by to tell you that you should subscribe to the Nostalgia Entertainment System Patreon. It's only $3 a month, and that gives you access to literally everything that Josh and I have recorded for this podcast. Not only do you get weekly bonus episodes of NES After Dark and The Fabled Cumshaw, but you get access to the three-episode rule a series where Josh and I try to get each other to like things. Also, we've been playing Oregon Trail on video? Who even knew that kind of technology existed? I didn't. Anyway, we'll also say your name in at least one episode, but probably more than that, probably two or three or four or five or six. It kind of depends on how many people join the Patreon and how good it goes. Check it out, dummies. George and Harold created the greatest superhero in the world, Captain Underpants. Now the captain is back, and together they will face their silliest opponent yet, Tippy Tinkle Trousers. Sometimes being a superhero isn't all it's zapped up to be. Captain Underpants and the terrifying return of Tippy Tinkle Trousers. Read all the Captain Underpants books today. Welcome back, everybody. To the best podcast in the world. Yeah. We're going to talk about Captain Underpants. Yeah. Something I know nothing about. Oh, boy. Or Josh. at least very little. So have you, you've never read a Captain Underpants book? I 
remember flipping through a Captain Underpants book at a Walden Books, a now defunct bookstore, mm. when I was, eh, I don't know, younger than, I'd say, seven. Sure. Um, but for anyone that may be like me and has no idea what Captain Underpants is, I've got the Wikipedia here pulled up. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and read us a little description. Captain Underpants <laughs> is an illustrated children's novel by American author and illustrator David Pilkey. Dave Pilkey. The series revolves around two fourth graders, George Beard and Harold Hutchins, living in Pequa, Ohio, and Captain Underpants, an aptly named superhero from one of the boys' homemade comic books, who accidentally becomes real when George and Harold hypnotize their cruel, bossy, and ill-tempered principal, Mr. Krupp. That's exactly it. That's it. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for being on the episode, Brendan. Hey, thanks for having me. I associate Captain Underpants with you quite a bit. Oh, that makes sense. Because I feel like I, I was kind of into it, but I feel like I was... I. I really enjoyed that. Like you were into it and you know, it was like something that we both were like, ha ha underpants. <laughs> Is that why you say underpants? Uh, no. I mean, I think that's kind of a funny question to say it like that, but honestly saying underpants instead of underwear, I think is just because of, uh, my roommate in college, Jake Iverson. Uh, he one time said, underpants and i thought it was funny and i said do you say underpants every time and he said yeah underpants is funny <laughs> and so ever since then i've been like yeah it just is way funnier to say underpants instead of underwear i usually say my widow tidy whities <laughs> it's true no matter what kind of underpants you're talking about yeah be it a g and no matter who's wearing it right <laughs> you refer to them as your widow tidy whities my widow tidy whities like, hey, you look so hot in my widow tidy whities. <laughs> my girlfriend went to Victoria's Secret and got some hot my widow tidy whities. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Captain Underpants. I, Brendan, did you start reading them before you and I knew each other? Because, I mean, you and I have gone, we, we went to like elementary school together. We've been friends since like first grade. I, I don't think I was reading them necessarily before we were friends i feel like i feel like i was like maybe aware of them and then like you had you know one or two and i was like okay i'll bite but also they were so ubiquitous <laughs> I'll bite. what's this you know like yeah. there was always a new one every scholastic book fair or something mm. you know for a while like they're just like fun and weird we all knew dave pilkey from uh dogzilla right <laughs> Remember that? I, honest, I don't remember Dogzilla that, at all. Is that the book where there was like a little Photoshop dog on the cover? Yeah. And there was also a Catzilla? Yeah, and I feel like there was a hamster one maybe also. That I remember that. I, I never read them, but I remember it. I legitimately, I don't think I read Dogzilla when I was a kid, and I don't know anything about it to this day. But I do know, I remember that Dave Pilkey also wrote The Dumb Bunnies. Is that right? Is that right? Did Dave Pilkey do The Dumb Bunnies? Oh yeah, I think dumb bunnies. Matt Groening. <laughs> no, Matt, Matt Groening did my life is hell or in hell. I is, think it's my life is hell. My life is hell. My life in hell? Ooh, I don't know. But d the dumb bunnies was just about these <laughs> this stupid family of bunnies, and I they would just go around and be stupid. Dumb bunnies. <laughs> I did too until like this moment. Like I haven't thought about those guys in 
years. I haven't thought about those dumb bunnies in years. <laughs> but I mean, that was a Good pretty pole, funny concept dude. for a kid. Yeah. Like, I feel like that, that sort of humor really influenced like my sense of humor. Like today it was basically just like, kind of like a parody of like kids books where like you just have like a family of animals like doing things that people do, except they were all idiots and would just do it in the stupidest way. Like the first one I think was just like make way for dumb bunnies. And instead of them doing normal things, they would just do things like backwards or just do like, like, they yeah. would put, I don't even remember. I feel like they'd put like food on their feet or something like that. Or they'd wear pants on their head. Well, it's like taking something like, bunny, it's like taking oh, something like Berenstein it. bears or whatever. And just being like, you realize how stupid this actually is, right? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the dad bunny wore like heart boxer underpants is like, that was his only clothes. Yeah. And then the baby bunny just wore a diaper. It's funny. Totally. Something that I, th- I'm thinking about just now that I feel like is just, uh, I don't know, Captain Underpants kind of influenced maybe me and you in a way because we used to draw comics all the time. Like when we were yes. kids, that was like something that we just loved to do was like make our own little comic books. And oh, yeah. I, I never really, I think like realized that influence of like, that's like what is happening in those books is like they're, they have their character of captain underpants and then captain underpants becomes real. But I wonder if we were like, Hey, we could just make comic books also, you know? Yeah. I think, Definitely, at least like subconsciously, because yeah, yeah. The, the two main character kids, yeah, they just draw their own little comic books of like dumb, their own dumb superhero who they've come up with, which is Captain Underpants. Um, but I yeah, I think probably absolutely played a part in it, and it was it was equal parts like just like fun to see kids like drawing stuff and like it kind of happening in the real world, but also just the fucking poop humor in that is so like. That was exactly what I wanted at that age. (laughs) Like I was obsessed with, I remember like the very first like poop joke I ever heard. I guess it's a pee joke, (laughs) but I'm going to tell it to you guys right now. Wait, the first poop joke you heard was actually a pee joke? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The first potty joke I ever heard. All right. Uh, So there's a little, a little boy in class. And his teacher comes up to him and says, do you know the alphabet? And the boy says, yes, I do. He goes, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. And the teacher says, that's great. Uh, But what happened to the P? And the little boy says, it's running down my pants. (laughs) And I thought that was the funniest fucking joke. I would tell that to anybody who would listen. Yeah. Like, that was exactly my kind of humor. And so when I found out that there was a whole, like, book series basically about just jokes like that, I was like, this is my fucking shit. I'm going to read all of these. Yeah. And they were also, like, pretty entertaining books on their own, too. Yeah. I, I loved them. One of the bad guys is like Professor Pee Pee Poo Poo Pants or something. Poo Poo Pee Pee Pants. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> that one was especially good. Yeah. Cause he hated that like kids would make fun of his name. And so because his name was Professor yeah, Poopy Pants or whatever. And so like he makes this big evil like mech suit 
and he is going to force all the kids in town to change their names to something equally ridiculous. Mm. And there was oh, there a, was the chart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like in the book, like they he you can see the chart he made. So you had like what your like first name started with, and then like the month you were born. I bet you could still find that chart. I'm looking I'm it up. Look that up. I'm looking it up right oh, now because Brendan's looking it up. We have to do that on air. <laughs> well, while while Brendan is looking that up, uh, Paul, do you remember like what the first book was, or like when, like where you sourced the first Captain Underpants book from? Uh, I don't remember exactly where it was. I feel like. I feel like another friend of mine like had some and he like showed it to me and I was like, oh, I got to read this. And I got it at Montana Book and Toy Company in Helena when I was a kid. But I remember the first one that I got was, uh, so it's it was the third book in the series because I read them out of order because it didn't really matter. But it was uh, one where like these lunch lady aliens like come and like invade the school. Um, and it's also the one actually where Captain Underpants gets his superpowers. Mm. Cause so here's a little bit of backstory. Uh so in the first book, <laughs> uh George and Harold uh hypnotize their principal into thinking he's Captain Underpants. So whenever they snap their fingers, he thinks he's Captain Underpants. But when he gets water dumped on his head, he goes back to being Mr. Krupp. Oh so a Ronma one half. Exactly. So at first, it's part of the humor is that, oh, this guy like isn't actually Captain Underpants. He's just a guy in his underpants, and he doesn't actually have any superpowers. Uh, but he does manage to save the day in, like, the first two books, just kind of happenstantially. In the third one, he accidentally drinks, like, alien super juice, superpower juice, so he gets superpowers. Oh. So he is a superhero. He just doesn't know it when he's Mr. Krupp and not Captain Underpants. So in the wow. third one, that's when he drinks the magic juice that gives him superpowers. Which is honestly a pretty funny like bit. Is is Captain Underpants a like I don't know how to, I don't know quite how to say this pervert, but like <laughs> no, I think he's I think he's fine. He <laughs> I think he's pretty far away from being a pervert. <laughs> he's um, thick, dude. Is is Captain Underpants like like what's what's his mental state? Because is he in my mind he's he's like a dumb guy, but is he a dumb guy? Uh, yeah, I think, or is he just like he's pretty like a, aware of like, oh, villain, I need to go take care of this and save the city. It's my duty. No, he's like, like total, well, he's yeah. like totally oblivious, right? Okay, yeah, he's like if Superman was just like as dumb as a box of rocks. So it, kind of, yes, he's like, I do need to take care of this villain to save. He, fi- I think he fights for. Does he fight for truth, justice, and? He's got a like a slogan that he fights for. Like his, his like yeah. catchphrase is "tra la la," <laughs> but I feel like he also says not. It's not for truth, justice, in the American way, but it's something like underpants yeah. themed in the same way. <laughs> uh, so yes, he's he's just really he's just pretty much stupid. Oh, Okay, uh, Brendan, did you find uh, the the chart? Yeah, I'm currently just finishing oh, up you, running our running our you, names through this. Brendan is calculating and translating. The names. And these these are our Captain Underpants names. Yeah, yes. yeah. What Professor uh, Poopy Pants would call us. I think that was that character's name. Yeah, I looked it up. It is Professor, Professor Poopy Pants. Pants. I know he he changes his name. I think at the end of the book, because like at the end of the book, they're like, and he changed his name so he would get made fun of less, and his name becomes like something worse. Tinky like Tinkle Trousers or something <laughs> like that. 
<laughs> yeah, so this is, I think that I found this image. I, I mean, I just Googled Captain Underpants Poo Poo Pants name chart, and uh, I found this on the scholastic. This is a scholastic image here. Um, and using this chart, I've deciphered that my name is Lumpy Giggle Brains. Okay, pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, Josh, you are Poopsie Gerbilhead. Ooh, Poopsie Gerbilhead. And uh, Paul, you, I mean, we are, the beginning of our last name is the same. It's a C, so you, mm. we have a bit of a shared name. But you are Doofus Giggle Chunks. <laughs> <laughs> Doofus Giggle Chunks. That's would, good. Would, would Paul also have a hyphenated Poopy Pants last name? Oh, maybe he has two, yeah, two beginnings of his last name. Okay, so maybe Giggle... Giggle gerbil chunks. Doofus giggle. <laughs> doofus giggle gerbil chunks. <laughs> wow, what a... Doofus giggle gerbil chunks. Say that five times fast. Doofus giggle gerbil chunks. Doofus giggle gerbil chunks. Goofus giggle gerbil chunks. That's pretty difficult. It is. I could say doofus, it twice. Doofus giggle gerbil chunks. Do, doofus giggle gerbil chunks. Doofus giggle gerbil chunks. Doofus giggle gerbil chunks. This is going to be the new uh, NES warm-up. <laughs> I thought you were red leather, yellow leather, doofus giggle gerbil chunks. I want to see all these Gen Z kids trying to say doofus giggle gerbil chunks on their TikToks, but say it on a street corner to where you're distracting a car to make it a challenge. Say it to a cop. (laughs) Yeah, next time anybody, okay, if you're Gen Z and you listen to this, next time you get pulled over. Uh, I want you to film it for a TikTok, and when the cop says, "Hey, what's your name, kid?" say "Goofus Diggle." Wait, what is it? "Doofus Giggle German Chunks." <laughs> Gerbil, not German. Ger- German <laughs> chunks. I don't look. I don't remember. Yeah, you're thinking I guess of uh, not. Henry Giger German or whatever his name oh, was. Oh, Dalton Giger German. <laughs> Dalton Giger German. That's a that's my Facebook friend. He's he's real. <laughs> I don't know about this. Was that in the Patreon last time or was that in the in the real episode? No, that's on the main episode. Oh. The one that came out today. Oh, yeah. I saw Not that. today that you're listening to, but the one that came out today as we we're recording. I'm excited to hear about Stomp, honestly. I remember that shit. We got some thoughts on that. We, we got, got some it. thoughts on Stomp. Thoughts on Stomp. And I'm not talking about T-H-O-T's on Stomp. You're not talking about that those hoes over there? No. Is that what thought means? I that, believe so. No, it's that hoe over that there. That hoe over there? That hoe over there? Did not know that. The thing that. is, like, it contextually in a sentence, it never makes sense as an acronym. So right. it's really confusing. Well, then obviously because I thoughty, you know. Yeah, it's... it's Thoughty with a naughty body? Sure. If you must. That's what people call me. Yeah. <laughs> well. Anyway, uh, Captain <laughs> Underpants was... Uh, Quite the naughty with a thoughty body in his own way, in his own right. Mm, that's true. Did did the did the aside from the movie that released a few years ago? Did it expand outside of books? Uh, not not to my knowledge. I think it has. Like I think Dave Pilkey has kept writing books. Um, but no, th- there was only the one movie. I don't think there was ever like a TV show or anything. Um, yeah, I know that there's there's a, like another series now. I know. Yeah. I remember one of my younger well, siblings I think, had some Dave Pilkey books that were like, I was like, oh, I've never seen these before. I think it's Dog Man. That I, oh, that's what yeah. I've seen anyway. Dog At Man. least a couple years ago. I've, I haven't read any 
dog man because I mean dog dogs have nothing on poop humor. I mean, sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's, I know it's exactly like, what you mean. I like I don't know. I it seems like it doesn't really. I mean, it's probably because I'm not a kid, so I probably it, it doesn't interest me as much. But I feel like Captain Underpants is much more. It's a little more uh, in your face. A little more. Uh, it's a little edgier. The rules. Yeah. 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 I mean it. It, it brings me to one of my favorite parts of the Wikipedia article, which is controversy. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, which really only spans one section. Uh, I'll, please, I'll, I'll read the whole thing here. Please read it it's all kind of it. I'm really, honestly, so yeah. curious. The controversy really spans only book bans. Hmm. According to the American Library Association, the Captain Underpants books were reported as some of the most banned and challenged books in the United States between <laughs> 2009, between 2000 and 2009. What? Um, as well as between 2010 and 2019. <laughs> the books were named Why did it one separated. I have no idea. The books were named on the books were named one of the top 10 most banned challenge books in I don't this formatting of these sentences are very confusing because there's parentheticals after the years which I don't know if that's the number of books or mm. whatever um so I'll just skip this whole sentence that lists a bunch of years the captain underpants series was explicitly banned in some schools for quote insensitivity offensive language Encouraging disruptive behavior, LGBTQIA plus issues, violence, being unsuited to the age group, sexually explicit content, what? anti-family content, as well as encouraging children to disobey authority. What the fuck, dude? That's I crazy. I love the whole stretch that people will go to just like, <laughs> no, nah, you can't read a book called Captain Underpants. <laughs> I mean, I would the, love the to- The two s- characters- No, you go for it. Oh, I was just going to say it. Uh, it, no, you go for it, please. I didn't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> it's, I mean, well, so they definitely do. I mean, the characters, like they, their whole thing is like that. They're like jokesters and they like pull pranks, you know, like the school and they're always rearranging like the, uh, the like lunch specials on like the sign. Oh yeah. You know, that's where fine. it says like, like, oh yeah. Those are like those fried great bits. Yeah. Like, like fried what? Oh, great bits. Oh, yeah. great bits. But like, it would just, they would just change it to say like, you know, like farts or something, you know, instead of like fried Pop-Tarts, it'd be like farts. Uh, I don't remember there being any sort of like LGBTQ <laughs> That's what I'm anything wondering. positive I think, or negative. I don't remember anything about that. I think uh, it maybe is explained later because I remember somewhat, I remember reading something about it. Here later. Here, I'll, I'll I'll keep reading this article. Okay. It's not like a the lunch lady. Bad, like yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it does. I think uh, I'll, I'll just keep reading. Maybe maybe it'll say here in one of these paragraphs. The American Library Association stated in a release by the National Coalition Against Censorship that quote this year's number one banned book, Captain Underpants, is the gift that keeps on giving. Why? Because these popular, silly books are read by parents with their children all over the country. The toilet humor makes parents roll their eyes and kids giggle. (laughs) The absurdity of banning books to attack perceived moral problems is exemplified by this year's winner. In October 2015, the 12th book received controversy due to a reference to Harold being gay. Some elementary schools have banned the book due to this. Oh, There we go. 
Okay, so I, yeah, the last book I read, I think, was like the seventh or eighth one. Yeah. And they, I mean, Harold wasn't gay, but I mean, that's great. I'm glad it was. I thought for a second the way it was phrased that they were, it was banned because like they were like, no. If, and then George and Harold like called this guy a slur. No, if that was the reason the book would be lauded as a, a triumph of children's writing. <laughs> No, that would be. I'm just glad because that would that would make me really sad. I'm glad that yeah. they, that they made Harold yeah. gay. Good. Uh, here's one last paragraph. This is recent. On March 29, 2021, the Adventures of Ook and Gluck was pulled from shelves of bookstores and libraries after the publisher publisher said it perpetuates passive racism. Mm. Don't know what that is. I don't know enough about that to talk about it. Ook probably. and Gluck are those Captain Underpants characters? I think it was. I, not that I know of. I think it's they're probably a, like cave people. Uh, it's uh, the the AP article says it's a spinoff. Yeah, that there. I mean, there is some time travel in one of the books, so I bet they met a caveman and there's some time travel in there. <laughs> Man, it I, is just like a wild, like wild show like that. It's kind of like the Simpsons, where just like all sorts of weird shit just sort of happens. Yeah. Uh. Oh, this is the shortest. Uh, well, I, I clicked on the article. Sorry, but I clicked oh, on the no. article about the passive racism. Uh, it seems to honestly, I think, be pretty minor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book follows about the book. The book follows about a pair of friends who travel from five thousand and one BC to twenty two twenty two AD, where they meet a martial arts instructor who teaches them kung fu, and they learn principles found in Chinese philosophy. Oh. And supposedly, I guess there may be some harmful racial stereotypes. Mm, probably with the yeah, the martial arts stuff. That 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 makes sense. I mean, it's too bad, but huh. yeah. I I was gonna say like as far as like I remember like you know you grow up and you're like hearing about banned books and canceled or like yeah banned books and stuff. I feel like our school system was not a big book banning system like for as like kind of oh no as oh, like weird not. and like conservative as like you know helena or probably Kalispell could have been like i i mean i feel like i mean we were all those books it was always like catcher in the rye harry potter like to kill a mockingbird captain underpants like I had all. I read, I read all, all those, those books. books. In high yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, my I remember high school, when my senior project was on Captain Underpants and the uh, oh shit talking tur- the Turbo Toilet uh, groups. I remember those. My high school had a had like a banned books week or month. Yeah, or I like, feel like we did. You too. walk into the library and then like, hey, here's books that other schools have banned. You should read them. Yeah. That was great. I feel like that we did the same thing. And Brendan, I feel like I confused you. I didn't actually write a senior book project on Captain. (laughs) Okay, good. I was making a joke, (laughs) but you seemed like you thought I really did that. You said it so. I I mean, I believed you, and you said it so sincerely. I was like, I guess I'll believe that. I mean, God, that'd be insane. You could get a. I mean, you could get away with that shit, honestly, if you were just like charismatic and you know, (laughs) I don't know. I meant it more as like I had to do a book report, so I read Captain Underpants, but I didn't make like a t- dissertation. Just on it unpacking I mean, the, uh, yeah. I would, so you see, when they put the ketchup packets under the uh, toilet seat, when you sit, you see that symbolizes the uh, embarrassment that goes against your underpants. I mean, I I wouldn't put it past you to have 
turned in a, a tongue-in-cheek project like that I wouldn't about Captain either. Underpants. <laughs> so it's entirely believable that you would have done it's such absolutely a Absolutely something you might have done. That's why neither of us batted an eye at that statement. <laughs> but I definitely didn't do that. I did write a book report about The Hobbit in elementary school, middle school, and high school. Right. Was then it they the don't same catch- one? What? Not the same one, no. I rewrote it every time. But I just thought it was funny that I was able to get away with reading the same book over and over again. Um, Thinking about, like, I'm just, like, thinking about our elementary school library and, like, you know, the books in there. And, like, without a doubt, the most fucked up book that I ever took out of there and that a lot of kids ever did was The Scary Mm -hmm. Stories to Tell in the Dark, which maybe that should be an entire episode sometime but like those oh, books yeah like if you're gonna ban anything i mean don't because those books rock but also like that's some you know that's like a some scarring it's pretty fucked up spooky material for kids that like everybody was like oh shit you got scary stories to tell in the dark that's the scariest book i ever seen you know <laughs> oh even the pictures in that book are terrifying that's all like, you need the cover? you just need the cover yeah skin crawling material right there i didn't even like scary stuff i still don't but i checked that out as a kid right same time we were reading captain underpants you know but you were aware of them palate cleanser yeah i was i think i was aware of them yeah i think i saw the cover of the book once i was like i never need to see this again (laughs) yeah that was fucked up i feel like honestly i probably read a couple and then i probably blocked them out because i i the only one i remember now is the one about the toe the toe because yeah the toe a kid told that to me when i was an adult working at a summer camp and i was like that's funny why would you come up with a thing where like somebody says give me back my toe or something like that and then i thought the kid was just being like really funny and like a kid and then somebody was like oh no that's from this storybook and yeah i was very surprised I just, uh, I'm like thinking about our, about the central school library right now. And that was, oh yeah. Which has since been torn down. Yeah. Yeah. Our RIP, RIP, our elementary school was like the oldest school in Helena. I don't, maybe even, I think it was in Montana. It might've been Montana, but like when we were in high school, it got torn down because it was structurally unsound <laughs> or I guess <laughs> when we were in college, but. Yeah, which yeah. makes sense when you're like, oh, yeah, because that was built in the 1800s. Yeah. Probably. That place was cool. I It I, was it was a good school. I cherish, like, the memories of just kind of that infrastructure, honestly. And, like, I remember once, I remember once, for some reason, we got to go into the depths of the, the gym. Do you remember, like, the mm-hmm. gym building that was, like, separate? And, like, yeah. yeah, there was, like, the main kind of floor where everything was, and then, like weird rafters um but i remember for some reason like our whole class got to go down to like the boiler room of the gym do you did you ever get to go down there i i have vague memories of that it also sounds like a thing that they're like oh shit we don't have 30 we need like 30 minutes to fill it's like i just take them in the basement we're, fucking gonna, lose their minds. we're gonna go introduce them to the janitor <laughs> <laughs> like go to college kids <laughs> like <laughs> yeah (laughs) but i do remember thinking that was the coolest shit anytime you got to go anywhere different in the school like we went on the roof at one point oh shit i don't know if i gotta go up to the roof honestly but that was a special thing for fifth graders and i think you left that school oh fifth grade year right yeah 
totally. I actually remember that now that you say that, I remember it being a fifth grade thing. Man, I was so upset that year. It was totally worth it. I remember being it like you weren't allowed to go near the edge, of course. There, but yeah, you just go look up at the roof. Just big empty roof. <laughs> it's fucking coolest shit you'll ever see in elementary school. That's true. That's actually true. What, what did you else? get to go on your roof school? My roof school? Roof, you, did you get to go on your school roof? Josh is what I was going to say. And then I ended up replacing Josh with school. <laughs> I don't think so. If I did, I don't remember ever doing it or the reason why it would have been done. I mean, just because it's fun. Mostly because it's suppose. fun. But I do, I, I have a vague memory of also visiting the bowels of the school. Ooh, the bowels. You got to see Where the, the bowels. School poops. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't quite remember. <laughs> huh. Did you, were you just reading some more Captain Underpants stuff? I was trying to see if there's any other things that might uh, spark some more discussion, but honestly, there's, Captain Underpants is fairly limited. Yeah. Uh, well, there's there's a couple more things that I wanted to Oh, well, to please do. Please. Uh, well, the first one being like, I remember... This is where my like the first like real spinoff I remember happening uh, was mm. there was a whole book um, that I was very excited to read. I remember seeing it in the Scholastic Book Fair. It was like I think it was the first spinoff for Captain Underpants. Um, it was so George and Harold, the two main characters, they would write comic books in the universe. This book was just like a long comic book that they had written. Mm, okay, so it was all done in their like crappy like kid style animation. Which, like, in every Captain Underpants book, there'd be, like, the real story, and then you'd get to read, like, a Captain Underpants comic, which was just, like, five pages, like, poorly drawn in the words were all spelled That's bad. That's really all I remember flipping through the books as a kid mm-hmm. was just seeing those comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, honestly, I kind of thought that the whole book was like that. Well, that's how Super Diaper Baby was. <laughs> oh, Super Diaper Baby. Yeah. Yeah, so this I was, like, a, it was, like, in the same universe as Captain Underpants, but not... And I think, so it was a whole book in the style of their like animation. Mm. And I, I think I, this legitimately made me dumber, I think, <laughs> because they would spell words wrong on purpose because they're supposed to be like written by kids. And so I would get confused and be like, wait, is this how you spell this word? And so I specific, to this day, sometimes when I'm like, I, well, I don't seriously say it, but sometimes when I'm like pretending to be scared, I'll say, I'm a scared right now. Because at one point, like somebody, a character in the book says, I'm a scared of that. <laughs> and I thought for the longest time that a scared was a real word. Um, That's why these books are but, banned. They're like actually <laughs> making, making kids, kids dumber. dumber. <laughs> they really did. They, they definitely did make me a little stupider. But hey, I enjoyed reading them and I did not like reading when I was a kid. I was like, the only thing I would read really was Captain Underpants for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like maybe that book in particular may be the exception to, well, at least he's reading. <laughs> <laughs> but so Super Diaper Baby was about um I it's kind of a I, I it's kind of hazy, but um I think it's a very similar story to Captain Underpants, where yeah. uh there is a baby who's giving birth, or not a baby's giving birth. So there's a woman giving birth to a baby in a hospital. <laughs> and the doctor. Open up. Like, baby's giving birth to a mother. 
How about this? <laughs> this is going to be the book that you and I write, Brendan. <laughs> oh, the Anyways, baby who gives birth to a mother. <laughs> it's poetic justice. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, a mother's giving birth to her child in a hospital that's like a skyscraper. And the, the doctor is holding the baby after it's out. And he says, ah, now to give it the spank of life. <laughs> and he spanks the baby so hard that the baby flies out the window. <laughs> Meanwhile, down on the ground floor, there is a villain and his dog. The dog can talk for some reason. I don't know why the dog can talk, but the villain has just stolen like superpower juice. Kind of like Captain Underpants, how he got it. And so the villain is like holding it up at this ground being like, ha ha, finally I have stolen this like big flask of juice. And the baby falls right into it mm. and drinks all of it immediately and becomes super diaper baby. And somehow the villain gets turned into an actual turd. Like, oh yeah. He's just an actual log of shit. Like that is <laughs> the villain in this book. I absolutely. And then the dog yeah. joins... <laughs> Remember this? I do remember that. Absolutely. And then the dog joins Super Diaper Baby and becomes like his sidekick. Um, and the, yeah, then Super Diaper Baby fights this, what turns into at one point a giant shit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still honestly pretty funny. Um, so I loved that part of Captain Underpants. Uh, and then like the the other thing that I wanted to mention is that I, do you guys remember having to like write stories in like, elementary school. Yeah. I think I've talked about plagiarizing all of them. Yes. So I also plagiarized from <laughs> Captain Underpants pretty much, except I called my main character Major Naked. <laughs> so, Did Cap you, Captain is this your first time looking at a thesaurus? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so yeah, he was just a, a character. He was a guy like Captain Underpants, except he was naked and his name was Major Naked. And uh, I think he was smarter too. I feel like he was a little more, a little more noir detective to Captain Underpants, uh, dumb <laughs> Superman. He's kind of like the Batman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He'd be the Batman to Captain Underpants' Superman. Yeah. I was just trying to see if I could find any other Dave Pilkey uh, franchises that I might have missed, but honestly, mostly, I mean, Dumb Bunnies, Captain Underpants, Dogzilla. Super diaper baby. That's mostly mostly where it's at, you know. Those are the good ones. Cat Kong oh. is what the cat oh. one was. Yeah. Cat Kong and Dogzilla. The Halloweener. Remember this? No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't that doesn't look familiar at all. Yeah, that's a vague vague memory for sure. Honestly, good for him. You can find a way to be a cartoonist and publish books for 30 years or something you know yeah mm -hmm. uh, I'm taking a look here and it looks like there is an animated series oh there is 36 episodes wow what's it Captain Underpants uh, Netflix what yeah. wow uh, the epic tales of Captain Underpants is an American animated television series produced by DreamWorks Animation Television huh. it is based on the film Captain Underpants the first epic movie which is in turn based on Captain Underpants the series of books the series released on Netflix in on July 13 2018 huh. I gotta you know, say the it. movie is actually 
Sorry, go for it, Brendan. I was just going to say I'm interested in watching the movie. I never saw it. Oh, I, I watched it in like 20, probably 2018 maybe. Uh-huh. And it, it honestly was pretty good. Like it, the animation style is very true to the animation in the books. Hmm. Um, oh, Ed, you know what we do Ed Helms to talk is about? in it, right? Isn't he Captain I think, Underpants? Yeah, I think he's Captain Underpants slash Mr. Krupp. Yeah. Um, but we... No, no discussion of Captain Underpants would be complete if we didn't talk about Fliparama. Oh, yeah. Good. Wow. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. I did, too, for, for a minute. Um, so, Josh, Fliparama oh, was so, like... So great. You know what? It was legitimately pretty cool. Um, basically, uh, Fliparama was like every section in the book when action was happening, uh, there was two pages, like one of like somebody like winding up a punch and then if you flipped it back and forth really fast you would see them like punch somebody oh so you could go watch them go captain underpants like punch the villain like in the face like five times wow. or you'd watch yeah. like captain underpants get like smacked by a big giant robot and yeah. so there'd be like three or four of those like actions in a row and you would it had a little spot for your thumb and you'd go like flip it back and forth back and forth wow back and forth. that's cool spot yeah. for your thumb Some, and a uh, spot for like your fingers to like press the oh, rest yeah, of the page hold the book <laughs> yeah to make sure it didn't Whoa. It was very, yeah. Very, That's just cool. like building in a flip book. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun idea, honestly. Yeah. Ooh. Just like uh, doing the flip that animators do. Yeah. You take three fingers and you flip the pages at roughly 24 frames per second. Yeah, exactly. That's that's how I like learned about that. Like when I saw it, when I learned later, like, oh, that's how you actually like make cartoons. Was, oh, I, like thought, I thought you were going to talk about a, 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 a similar gimmick maybe. Uh, with books during like the late 90s, early 2000s, somewhere around there. But like, I feel like there were some books where like you read halfway through the book, but then like you turn the book backwards and upside down and you get a whole nother book. You guys remember books oh. like that? Oh, I can't think of any I don't remember like any titles in particular, totally. but I remember that being a thing. No, I do remember that. Like, yeah, you have two books like printed in one. Yeah. That's two yeah. books in one. Totally. It, yeah, it's very weird because instead of just very weird ploy. keeping the book normal, it's like, oh, we gotta the kids ha the kids want to move around, so we gotta make sure they flip the book over. It's very odd. They're not like these kids who used to always sit perfectly still back in the day. These kids are always moving. Honestly, I mean, like I I definitely enjoyed chapter books when I got to the point where I could read them, but I also was always like down for like some kind of weird gimmicky like printing scheme that you know like something like captain underpants where you like you get all these fun weird things in there or like the inverse book though i don't know if i actually read any of those but i do know what you're talking about but also like big into choose your own adventure books for a while where it's like oh definitely oh yeah i read that book not really i read 15 pages that were peppered <laughs> throughout that entire book you know and maybe I couldn't I, stop dying at the end of that book, yeah. so I gave up. <laughs> but those books were awesome, you know? Like, yeah. People should, uh, there should be more adult novels where publishers are like fucking with the medium, you know? It's a great point. Yeah, that's true. House of Leaves. I would, you know, that one. I'm sure something is out there, but I don't read books, so I, I wouldn't know about any of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, any other uh, thoughts on Captain Underpants? No. Makes me wish I had, like, some of the first ones to yeah. read again. I have... Are you on the, them? I know that... I have one of them, which is, like, <laughs> there was a... 
I remember the last Captain Underpants book I read, like as a kid, was like the first part of a two-parter. Mm. And I didn't ever see that book for sale for like 10 years. And then I bought the second part and I still have it, but I don't have any of the other ones. I never, right. never read it. I did read it. Oh, okay. It was kind of confused because I was like, I don't remember what happened in the first <laughs> book. Also like, yeah, it, I mean, I think it was also probably one of those things where I was very nostalgic for the first few books. And the last one, I was just kind of like, uh, timed out a little bit. I, yeah. But the library's got them. I don't want to check this out from the library. <laughs> By myself as a grown adult. I mean, they must have started being published in like the late 90s, right? Is that probably when they... I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Maybe archive.org has them also. That's probably a good bet. I don't know. I yeah. I don't think I ever owned any, regrettably. I only ever had like one or two. Hmm. Like I would... more Normally, I'd just get them from the library. Yeah, same. They were also very cheap books, though. I think they were like $3, so sometimes I'd be like... You know what? This book here, I'm going to spurge my own money to buy. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I can read about these toilets anytime. This is the best fucking book I've ever read. <laughs> I definitely thought that about <laughs> each of those books at some point, I'm sure. <sighs> wow. Incredible. Well, hey, I think, that, uh, I think that does it for our Captain Underpants episode. I think so. If you have any fun memories about Captain Underpants you'd like to share with us, you can do that on Instagram and Twitter at NES underscore pod, or you can send us an email, nostalgiasystempodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We'd love it if you would support the show over on Patreon, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where every week you get bonus episodes, uh, you get Paul and I playing video games. Uh, I think as of this recording, there's like 60 some odd episodes of of audio stuff for you to listen to. Three hours of us playing Oregon Trail, um, among other things. Uh, it's a great it's a great deal for three dollars a month. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see what else we got here for the show. You can buy our merch. We have merch nespod.bigcartel.com. Get yourself a shirt. Get yourself a pin. Uh, what else? Uh, also rate and review the show if you like it. Uh, we haven't been asking for that, but I think that's maybe important for us. So if you could and haven't done it yet, uh, we'd appreciate you doing that on whatever platform you listen, if it allows you to rate and review. Yeah. Uh, with that, Brendan, you got anything you want to plug? I got some stuff I want to plug. Yeah. Do it, dear boy. Okay. Um, uh, I want to plug, uh, I've been drumming in a band called Shadow Basket and these are two of my good friends out here on the island, but we've been playing some shows and, uh, they, it's a couple of folks, two people that are also a romantic couple, Kyle and JC, but they recorded this album called Bungalow, uh, before we all moved out here to the island and I've since joined their band, but their, uh, their recordings are really good. Bungalow by Shadow Basket on anywhere you can stream music. And uh, yeah. Does JC stand for Jesus Christ? You know what's funny? I actually <laughs> jokingly asked her that like literally two days ago. <laughs> what's also funny is that you asked that on the last time Brendan was on. I know. I think it's did I pl- <laughs> Wait, did I plug the band last time I was on here? You did. Oh my God. I think God. the last time you were on here was like two it, weeks ago. It's only been it a was. couple weeks. I know, but I just like, it occurred to me. During the plug part that I was like, I don't know if I've talked about the band. Anyways, 
love those guys love their music love playing with them so check them out well hey there you go and don't forget to check out katana boy yeah brendan's own music by My himself own music that uh it's good yeah josh likes to use it for, buy it on Bandcamp for behind his scenes of of merch yeah <laughs> you've already you've already heard how good it is underneath our patreon and merch ads next time so just go go to Bandcamp and buy it next time there's a merch ad don't listen to what josh is saying just listen to actual music yeah <laughs> separate it in your brain yeah yeah uh paul is there uh anything to plug this week you know josh there actually is somebody emailed oh you somebody sure did yes <laughs> all right what fun so listener pj willett says hi paul please plug my butt lol <laughs> pj i'm plugging your butt i just kind of feel like he stole that joke i don't know i just have this this feeling that he didn't come up with that for some reason you know as yeah i would agree <laughs> he plagiarized that for sure uh if you would like me to plug something uh all you have to do is email Paul plugs for you at gmail.com. That is P A U L P L U G S number four letter U at gmail.com. And I'll plug it for you. I have previously pug, plugged uh, a picture that Max sent me and big sandwiches and also Brendan's butt as well as PJ's butt. So, a lot of butt plugging. Yeah. I mean, you could also have me plug like a real thing, like a project, but I'm happy to plug whatever. Butts included. I'm. Yeah. Surprised no one else has <laughs> taken advantage of this opportunity. I know. I'll pretty much say whatever you put in front of me. He's plugged two butts. You can plug a real project, but he'll keep plugging more butts. Yeah, exactly. Also, I think that, so PJ was on our latest episode and he sent me this while I was doing the plugs and I think he thought mm. I was going to read it, but little did he know that I already had one treat and I only do them one at a time. Well, we'll need one for next week. So please email Paul if you have a plug um, and he'll read it out. Yep. Uh, I would like it if you would buy my art, or at least just look at it. Uh, DarumaParty.art, D-A-R-U-M-A-P-A-R-T-Y dot A-R-T, or follow me on Instagram at DarumaParty. Uh, I'd like more people to look at my stuff and also buy it so I can buy food and pay for rent. Yeah. Yeah. Make help, Josh a real money freak. Help me be a money freak. Let's get Josh up into the money freak status. <laughs> yeah. Make me a super money freak. Um Yeah, I guess that's it for uh for the for the show. Thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R, Paul. What are we talking about next week? Next week, Josh, we're talking Guitar Hero. Whoa! Whoa. You actually know what you're talking about next week? <laughs> well, maybe. I also said this about the episode previous. So. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so who knows uh, what is actually going to be true. Um, if it's not Guitar Hero, it's something else. I, we don't know. You know, I say that about most things. If it's not Guitar Hero, it's something else. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.
Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.